On today's show, should cars come with a hacker rating? How an Australian company in Ford reinvented the wheel, and the manufacturing challenges that came along with Nissan's new Maxima. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for July 13th of 2015. Everyone seems to be worried about hackers taking control of their cars these days, and some automakers are already taking steps to harden their vehicles. AutoLine has learned that German automakers already put a firewall on their OBD2 ports. But how do you know if the car you're buying has been hardened? Some say that cars should come with a cybersecurity rating, sort of like the EPA's fuel economy label or NHTSA star rating for safety. But Craig Smith, the author of the Car Hacker's Handbook and a cybersecurity consultant at Open Garages, says that's the worst thing any automaker could do. He says, and I quote here, you don't want a five-star cyber rating of a car. That would just invite all the hackers to attack it. And then the next morning, you're just a one-star. As we keep saying, autonomous technology is coming faster than anyone expected, and now that business is starting to boom. Bosch says semi-autonomous systems will generate a billion euros in sales for the company by next year. The giant German supplier says sales of video and radar sensors doubled last year and will double again this year. The company has 2,000 engineers working on these technologies, which is 700 more than just two years ago. Speaking of suppliers, IAC, the interior supplier company, just announced that CEO Jim Kamasikis resigned and will be replaced by Steve Miller. Kamasikis will become CEO of Dana, the supplier company best known for its axles. Miller has extensive automotive experience, including stints at Delphi and Chrysler. Coming up next, LG Fuel and Carbon Fiber Wheels. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. Hey, whatever happened to that idea of making fuel out of algae? Well, it turns out that Volkswagen is still working on it. VW just wrapped up a two-year test of renewable diesel fuel with two leaders in the field, Solazyme and Amorous. Solazyme's fuel is algae-based, while Amorous's fuel comes from plant sugars. The program included driving TDI Passat and Jettas more than 134,000 miles. Engineers say the renewable fuel performed like diesel fuel, did not harm any components, and helped to slash CO2 emissions. If you own a 2015 Roush Mustang, but aren't quite happy with the car's exhaust tone, the company has a solution for you. Called Active Exhaust, it's an aftermarket control that lets you calibrate the pony car's sound with an Apple iOS app. It comes with four modes, three preloaded and one that's customizable. Touring mode keeps the decibels to a minimum. Sport mode provides a bit more exhaust noise. Both of those are street legal. Track mode keeps the internal muffler bypass fully open at all times, but is not meant for public roads. Active exhaust is available for 2015 Mustangs, equipped with the company's quad-tip exhaust, including all Roush Stage 1 through 3 Mustangs. Speaking of Mustang, Ford has finally released who makes the GT350R's carbon fiber wheels. Australian company Carbon Revolution 
worked with Ford testers to turn out the first mass-produced carbon fiber wheel for the track-ready Mustang. You may remember a few years back, we got to sit down with the company's CEO, and John even had a go of a 911 with those lightweight beauties. To learn more about what it took to make the wheels worthy of the road and a Ford badge, just click the headline in today's transcript. And coming up next, how the styling of a car can affect the way it's manufactured. When you're committed to the job, your tires can't be weak in the knees. Let them go. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. The swoopy design of the 2016 Nissan Maxima, with all kinds of compound curves, actually makes it a hard car to build. On last week's Autoline After Hours, the product planner of that car, Vishnu Jayamohan, talked about the manufacturing challenges. There are certain aspects of it that uh, really push the, the manufacturing and engineering guys to the limits, such as the body stampings on the outside, just the complex complexity of it. There's, you know, look at the door, it's moving out and out and Compound again. curves going in all different directions. Exactly. Right. Uh, and then on the interior as well, again, like I said, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of difficulty around getting those, that stitching done and then getting that tool over from Germany over and putting it into our, our plant or our, our operation in Tennessee. Um, but that being said, we've also tried to simplify things a bit. We've got five grades, for example, no options. So we've really helped the manufacturing and the engineering guys out there because instead of having 13 different ways to build a car like we did with the previous one, you just got five. You pick a grade, you pick a color, and you're done. How, how does the um, prospective buyer feel about that? That's a great question. So I'll give you an 20 years ago, I think people went on a deal a lot, and I think, I know, people went on a deal a lot, looked at a car and fell in love with it on the lot, right? You'd go to your a Blue Maxima and say, God, that's the one I want. I'm in love with that car. Today, over 7 in 10 shoppers, and I think that figure's a little underreported, are shopping online. They go online, they configure the car the exact way they want it, and they fall in love with it online. And then they go to the dealer and say, hey, Mr. Dealer, I'd love to see, the, I'd love to get this car. And if they can't find that combo, they're disappointed. When you have just five ways to configure the car and no options, there's a very high likelihood they're going to find that exact car at the dealer, or at least one close by. There's a lot of great info about the development of the Maxima in that show, so check it out on our website, autoline.tv, or on our YouTube channel. And be sure to join us this Thursday for After Hours, when our guest will be John Kelly, BMW's product manager in the U.S. market. He'll be bringing an i3 with him, and we can't wait to hear what he has to say about Sandy Monroe's teardown report of the i3. That wraps up today's show. Please join us again tomorrow.